Hello all, it's Andy, your host of the Project Theatre podcast. Today I'm in conversation with Pooja Bhale. Pooja lives a few miles away from me in Pune, but has a very contrasting lifestyle to mine and many of us. She lives at the farm, a dwelling away from the city noise. To the ones who run the rat race, the idea of living in a tent and growing your own vegetables might sound primordial, but in many ways she's making all the real difference with a life truly sustainable and the only way forward at the moment. Today we are talking about her life at the farm and various initiatives the farm assumes and many other things I envy her for. Hi Pooja. Hi Andy, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to have this conversation with you. This is hardly new for you, I take it. Uh, you've been doing all these Facebook videos and uh, many other podcasts. You're a professional. <laughs> well, one would assume so. I never imagined when I did my degree in wildlife conservation that looking good in front of the camera was one of the things I'd have to learn. So, yeah. I had no idea you had this degree uh, in wildlife conservation. Do you want to tell us more about um, it? And, you know, uh, I think let's start with your life before the farm, you know, on the other side of the fence. Um, how was it before making the move? So I've shifted to the farm in 2015. So it's been fairly recent that I've actually shifted closer to the land. But I'm a born and bred city girl. I uh, uh, so grown up in Pune right hmm. since I was little. And at about the age of 18, I shifted to England to study. So went off to England to do a bachelor's in, in animal biology and wildlife conservation. And then a master's in conservation after that. So I was away for a good few years and in, in one of the biggest cities in the world. I was in London. I came back from London for a gap. Uh, it, you, we had an option to do a gap year for experience. So I did that in the Sanjay Gandhi National Park in Mumbai, also another large city. Mm. Though over there also, you know, I, had, I was in the city, but still in the National Park, which was quite lovely. And then, uh, like I hadn't had enough of big cities, I then took a job up in Delhi. So pre-farm, I've lived in some of the most crowded and most metropolitan cities of the world. So very honestly, I'm, I'm quite the city girl in terms of, you know, uh, pre the farm. However, the connection mm-hmm. to nature started when I was as young as seven or eight, Andy. And I have always wow. been that person who'd choose to go to the forest as opposed to choose to go to a mall or to the movies or, you know, walk down like in Pune, young teenage girls used to back in our day walk down Ferguson Road from, you know, good luck choke to Vaishali and back. So I, I would have much rather yeah. been up in the hill looking for snakes or snails or birds or something like that. So always been very outdoorsy. And yeah, it was a very natural move to be here eventually. You know, funnily, I've had the same sort of a map. Uh, Pune, London, uh, Mumbai, and then Delhi. I think I'm following you. Or maybe <laughs> I'm following you for all you know. Except I'm a lot older, I presume. <laughs> No, I mean, I live, I live, uh, you know, very differently from you. And honestly, I want to get into that much later. But I'm more curious as to why and when um, did this decision happen to make the entire move? I mean, to drop the word concrete from concrete jungle and then move to an actual one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, um, so back into, so I got married in about 2011. And during that time, the reason that sort of comes up is, you know, everything was settled. Like, you know, life was good. I had a good running travel company. My organization, Protectera, had settled down nicely. I was married. You know, everything that you've got to tick mark on your, your bucket was there. All your developmental milestones were looking good and so on. 
and uh, yeah somewhere along that period of 2011 2012 13 i started going i mean the transformation had started a lot earlier in terms of what is my purpose in life what am i doing how can i make a shift how can i make a difference just talking about tiger conservation going and researching leopards working with snakes is not cutting it it's not it's not doing what i know needs to be done so you know this kind of thought process had already begun but i had no uh, real answers no systems as to how to really make that difference and around that time uh, one thing that started striking me a lot was i i felt very claustrophobic and suffocated in the city i was not made for a settled down life of marriage and you know the usual go out for a drink ever so often call some friends over for dinner mm-hmm. it it was all just like i cannot spend the next 50 years of my life doing this this cannot be what i'm put on this planet for you know and this very yeah. sort of life changing sort of things started happening so spiritually speaking it's known as the dark night of the soul so so the dark night of the soul is basically this time in your life where your soul literally goes through an ascension it's going through shedding its old stuff and completely it's like you know you're in the darkest part that you've ever seen in terms of internally like externally mm-hmm. sab theek hai everything is you know running perfectly but you're fucked on the inside it's like i used to struggle to wake up every morning and so on and you know i just didn't want to do anything nothing seemed correct nothing seemed right and kind of started diving deeper and deeper into into spirituality and and understanding what i needed to do and the farm as a project was already there so protectara used to run a project at the farm from back in 2012 and the idea of the project was essentially to create a space where people could come and learn about wildlife because i'm a hardcore you know wildlife background taught kind of person so it was mm-hmm. there however i always imagined you know one day i'll live at the farm one day i'll live at the farm but back then i was still so city bred that i used to like chota ghar bandin you know we'll put up a little house <laughs> with a little yard and it's a bit neat karu wagere wagere well who knew i was going to come live in a tent right but as a hotel there i was mm-hmm. telling the husband upon shift to But somewhere I started realizing that just to fulfill these dreams that I have, I'm dragging a man also into it, you know, into doing something like this. He doesn't really want to do it. He likes the city. He enjoys his life. So we kind of came to a crossroads where we maybe we should just go our separate ways. And so mutually we kind of, kind of, you know, worked out a way to, you know, just, you know, go our own separate ways. And it was not an option. So to cut a long romantic story off, I didn't want to go back to my parents at the age of 31. It was, I mean, I was away since the age of eighteen, so it was a no-no. I didn't have the money to go and rent a flat, which meant what do I do? So hey, I have the farm. Maybe I'll just go to the farm and stay. So it was not a very thought-out move. He, I live at the farm, and this is what I know. I literally came bag and baggage on the ninth of March, two thousand and fifteen, and I moved out of my husband's house, stayed to the farm with this suitcase, and you know, I was just like, okay, now let's build from here. It was not like I was preparing for it. I was like, घरी नहीं जाएँ से. i think hell of a lot of resilience i think it's nothing you put in your bag right you come with like a a belief so i remember people betting on it ani puna kase tula mahiti hai na everybody wants to like be yeah. be talking about everybody else and i'm not, i'm a fairly well known name 
सो द मोमेंट पीपल रियलाइज अरे भाई का डिवोर्स हो गया अरे भाले अभी जाके फार्म पे रह रही है घूम नहीं गई सो देयर वाज देयर वाज अ लॉट ऑफ टॉक अबाउट इट एंड आई रिमेंबर सम सम न्यूज़ कमिंग ऑन माय इयर्स कि शी वोंट लास्ट अ मानसून ईयर शी विल गो बैक टू द बिग बंगलो आई कम फ्रॉम अ वेरी प्रिविलेज्ड फैमिली सो व्हाई वुड आई गो लिव लाइक दिस आई कैन जस्ट गो बैक टू डैडीज कुशन कंफर्ट्स राइट आई मीन आई हैड द वर्ल्ड एट माय फीट आई थैंकफुली हैव वेरी सपोर्टिव पेरेंट्स एज़ वेल एंड इट वाज people were like talking about it and for me i was just like you know whatever i don't i don't know i want to do this for now and once i shifted here this was early early like early 2015 no huh? but there was elephants that lived with me here so the elephants literally help you don't know this no tell me more <laughs> i had five elephants that lived here at the farm they were rescued by another organization and they needed a place to be parked in transit while their paperwork got sorted so they were kind of parked we talking about full, full sized elephants full grown full sized massive elephants eating 400 kg a day pooping 600 kg a day <laughs> the works <laughs> so what was there any other farm left cuz i mean i they eat a lot i think yeah i mean the farm looked for, for what you have seen of the farm it looked very different when the mm-hmm. elephants were here it was very barren it was a it was a campsite right so there was not a lot i mean there was basic mm-hmm. plantation being done and so on so it looked very different from the time you actually came to see it when you came to see it it was very ready um, i mean it, yeah. it was literally like it was really really good when i came it was just one tent one campsite kind of bathroom with a with a pit in the pit in the bottom and uh, one little shed i could make my kitchen and i kind of came here and i started living like that and for the first few weeks my friends got me some food in the morning and the evening i spent many nights crying that i you know have i lost it like can i actually do this i should just go back to baba why am i being so stupid and so on but the elephants came like the first elephant had left just on the 29th of february i think it was a leap year or the 28th which had just left around then and i had shifted in and everything was pretty like you know low and he 16 ka 17 march la azun char hatti aale so the first one left and the four literally came to handhold me and after that there's been no looking back so they're one of my spirit guides and animals anyhow and they kind of came over and they you know, they trunk held my hand through the entire transition they were supposed to be with me for 7 days andy they were here for 2 months and they were you know they kind of just and then it's just it, i just settled down the farm was born again i want you know everything kind of just took a new life after that and the, i i realized that my dark night also kind of ended around that time and you know things evolved so yeah that's how it happened so you are tr- you are trunk holding not hand holding i mean most of us have a hand holding you are trunk holding <laughs> trunk holding and paw holding <laughs> most days <laughs> so i mean is it is your life now since then i mean if you look from day 1 to now if you kind of in retrospect is your life now fully sustainable or there's still more changes to come oh tons of changes tons of changes like I, like i said no you can take a girl out of the city it takes a lot longer to take the city out of the girl i keep telling people yeah. that so very simple thing so i have moved much closer to a simpler life so i don't consume teas and coffees but i haven't done that for nearly 18 19 years now uh the big i don't grow a lot of my own food still like you know bits and parts so my herbs mm-hmm. are grown here and some of my leafy vegetables but not the grains and pulses um so all of that i still obviously rely on the supermarket for or the local kirana so buying you know so what i've done is the things that i don't grow here i can buy from zero waste stores uh or you know go to places which will give me in in my own containers or my own bags on many days 
or if i happen to buy something packaged then at least reuse that packaging so the biggest uh, biggest thorn in my side is packaging everything comes packaged hmm. you go to buy a phone it comes with packaging you go to buy uh, peanuts it comes with packaging you go to buy toothpaste it comes with packaging so so changes here and there you so want, you go on tinder here you get people with packaging <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it <laughs> oh i can imagine uh, that's a good one <laughs> yeah man i mean it's difficult to move fully sustainable i would like to believe i'm quite conscious and sustainable in many ways got a long way to go got a, i mean i had to make simple piece like i was invited to a ted talk and i missed the email by 8 days so i was like you know maybe it's time to get wifi now i i went when i went down into the city then i saw the email so i was just like you know maybe it's time to make certain amend so that i can actually live here and not miss out on everything that i need to be doing i can't just be a hermit uh, i have to still function prospera in the farm so you know small pieces here and there but conscious yes i would rather use the word that i live a more conscious life than a sustainable life because um, i use a car still so there's diesel involved i'm still on a phone call right now so you know these things are not necessarily yeah. falling into the line of sustainable so much more conscious like read the label buy better consume lesser go local uh, go ethical no leather no silks and no so on so yeah hmm. um you run a uh, an organization to yeah um protect terra yeah and the farm also is sort of an organization and you know takes up various initiatives right so yeah. do you want to tell us more so protect terra is the mothership and protect terra ecological mm-hmm. foundation was started in 2011 and the idea of protectara was awareness education and outreach and a little kid uh, who asked me a question in a class one day when i was talking about tigers and uh, said ye ma'am ha ye tiger bachao sab theek hai maine kya karna hai and i kind of looked at this 8 year old kid and i like sala pakad gayi i said what do i tell this kid aap ne kya karna hai so you know some makwasa jawab you give and you know to this be aware read more tell people and i knew that all this is fine but it's not going to solve the problem is not even going to move towards solving the problem right it's too uh, too innocent a step so that kind of started the project of the farm so the farm is a project under protectera and it started with the core vision of love awareness and learning so love for the self and our planet and awareness about our impact and a learning from her and her animals and you know learning from nature basically so that's sort of the operational triangle of the farm and it started as a space where people could come and connect to it started as a wildlife place and it evolved into a place that people could connect to the earth in the most organic uh, in the most sort of natural way possible so you've been to the farm right it's quite rustic and people keep telling me to thoda lawn lao thoda anjla thoda sa paint kar ek ac lao and you'll be able to charge much more wagera and i said that's not the point the point is that it's supposed to be a little biodiversity ecosystem and a forest it's not supposed to be a resort and a villa you know uh, the idea is you are coming hmm. back to nature at its nicest form um so that's hmm. sort of what the farm holds close that people should be having the opportunity and even more so now in covid times right uh, people have craved nature more than anything else that they have they've craved fresh air they've craved wanting to just be out in 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 outside of concrete so it's very interesting that that's something we we do crave for but don't necessarily have the opportunity so that's the base that we hold and through that we do different initiatives like 
community supported agriculture where people come and learn to farm and hold a small patch of land as to call their own for 5 6 months of a membership so the kids come and grow their own food nice. it's beautiful andy like i remember this 5 year old kid who who came and said ki are palak vadvayla itka vel lagta to mi to vaya nahi ghalun alata you know <laughs> that transformation will never happen when you're you know reprimanding a child at home saying don't waste your greens but suddenly they've grown it and you know they've had that ooh yeah <laughs> so you know that, that was yeah. that was very cool and different things like i ek atishay shishth puneri couple hote where the husband had his hands folded maja baikula sheti karayche mala interest nahi hai and he uh, he okay. used to come by like whatever you know uh 3 weeks in and 3 weeks in the man was furiously working in the soil and they held hands and walked out of the farm and i'm like what happened to him man and the earth and that's the power <laughs> of that's what she does you know she can heal the deepest of trauma she can heal the most deep set anger and fears when you just surrender to her so we do community supported agriculture we have a lot of meditation events because we work in the space of spiritual ecology where what is within is without so we have full moon and new moon meditations that happen and they have been happening religiously for two and a half years we do a lot of film screenings open air uh, on wildlife we also have a kids club that runs where kids come once a week to hang out and learn about animals so we are home to 40 animals we have nine dogs mm-hmm. we will take 25 to 30 cats and four goats and then about about 63 species of visiting birds the odd snake here and there so quite fun so how do you kind of stay protect i mean i don't even want to use the word protected for somebody who has uh you know been so fearless i don't think so that word is even apt mm-hmm. um how are you how are you so fearless at the moment or is there is there been a graph or a learning curve in terms of you know starting fearless as zero and then now reaching water 100 <laughs> I, you know you'll be surprised now that's a very nice question to ask i was more fearless before i shifted to the farm now suddenly i have mm-hmm. small so i deal with anxiety and my anxiety is largely related to the amount of animals that that live with me and i've dealt with so much death mm-hmm. in the last couple of years and i don't want to get morose about it but the loss of animals and my loved loved ones that i treat like family has been very very hard and that has kind of actually scared me now i'm not scared scared to say like i fear something but i'm always anxious about if i leave the farm and go somewhere what if something happens you know will somebody be able to look after it you know asha goshti gadhal lagle but in terms of pure fear like yeah man fear is a state of mind i don't really remember being a a woman who's ever kind of had uh, two thoughts about oh my god what will happen dil mein hai na karne ka intuition ne bola na this is what we want to do there's no there's no two ways about it like just so yeah fear doesn't play a big role but i i do get anxious nowadays with the kind of responsibility that i've taken on it's no joke no 40 50 animals 8900 trees it's quite it's quite a task so that's kind of i mean the farm looks beautiful and i look like this incredible woman andy who's doing this so much it's taken it's chipped away slowly at a lot of me i've realized so i'm kind of rebuilding a lot of that right now and um you've also started some a uh, shamanic circle like i i kind of got a text or something yeah. on whatsapp and uh, i know you do a lot of these full moon meditations also so mm-hmm. what does it entail to kind of run something like that do, is there a sh- because are you a shaman uh, honestly because uh, w- i mean i've only heard that word in 
one of these movies or you know friends kind of tell me that they've had these experiences with shamans but not in india i've never heard any of these things in india i i personally haven't i'm sure there must be but what does it entail to run um a circle or something like that yeah. you know those agor sadhus oh. or yeah yeah a lot of these uh, magic people uh, not like your not kelala not like magicians i'm talking about these people who perform healing these uh, these vaidus who sit in little mm-hmm. tents and will give you jadi booty when you go in so the word shaman originates right. in siberia and it actually just means medicine man or man of medicine and traditional mm-hmm. earth wisdom uh, so you have different kinds of mm-hmm. shamans so in terms of your question am i a shaman yes i have shamanistic roots and i'm very closely associated with it so i'm actually uh, and these are big words coming up but i'm i'm known as a uh, spiritually speaking if i have to put put names to who or what i do i'm i'm a light worker with a star seed past now anybody who's listening to this can happily go look that up it will be too long to explain i just i just looked it up last night you did actually <laughs> and there's pleiadians and then there's a various other planets and universes i think we need a different podcast for this but go on yeah so see yeah i mean yeah <laughs> so I, i come from arcturus from a very long time ago and so on so these are things i found out in the recent past and so on but i know i come with a purpose and my purpose is to raise the vibration of of various things related to the earth so some people work in healing some people work in medicine and so on my purpose and sort of thing that drives me is is the realms of the animal so Shaman is a nice word to use, which is a more dicey word to use. But I'm a Wiccan. I'm a witch working with shamanistic rituals of animals and earth and nature, and you know the elements. That is that is what I have essentially uh, essentially hold space for. And the shamanic circles that we are starting actually the first one is this weekend, coming weekend, and they're meant only for mm-hmm. women. Uh, the sham- shaman circles, the meditations are open to anybody and everybody uh, who'd like to come. but the shamanistic circles are only for women above 21 and the idea is that currently in the world scenario and for a long time empowering and rewilding women to their inherent uh, power has been the call of the hour mm. and uh, you know women have sub it rhymes does it it rhymes what what i said it rhymes <laughs> power something of the power and need of the hour it rhymes yeah, maybe i'm a you should use that as a marketing thing <laughs> yeah but is there a particular reason why it's for women and women only above 21 age of 21 so uh, legal stuff because women above 21 are oh there's legalities involved in this not at, at the moment like but world. let's say that there is yeah. a a younger so we are going to do shaman circles for teenagers but they will have to be designed mm-hmm. differently because with teenagers you know it's still reliant at home so 21 generally thoda independence rehta hai people are kind of doing their own thing they have a little more freedom from home you know they've uh, sort of started moving towards an idea of where they might want to be or what they're feeling the younger you are you're still you know in the space of exploration a lot more of course you're in exploration all your life but there are different things that come up so women only because i'm a woman and since i'm hosting it it was for women and it came as a calling yeah it came as a i mean i had a had a lucid dream which told me this was what needed to be done and that's it so once that kind of higher guidance comes through then you figure out how you want to do it uh, so that's the shamanistic circles and we maybe there will be shaman circles for men but i will have to find equally powerful men who host those because you know ideally then they should be only men circles i shouldn't be hosting them uh, but that's a hmm. far away thing for now 
so that's why women in the full moon and new moon circles like i said are are beautiful they're so beautiful you should just come you know we're just all sitting together meditating chatting around a fire and the idea is to allow ourselves some time yaar aaj ki duniya mein khud ke liye waqt nahi nikalte all of these activities really at the core of it are providing you some time for insight care compassion to yourself and the moment you start with that it's going to bring up so much for you you're going to start healing processes so hmm. that's where they were born and i realized that if you know if andy wakes up angry one morning he's just going to be angry at the whole world no but if he wakes up right he'll be more in tune every morning he hmm. might just be a kinder person every morning too uh hmm. a person who kicks a puppy is warped in the head there's nothing wrong with the puppy uh, something's happening yeah. on the inside of that human being right so this is the kind of stuff that i started realizing with the farm that people switched off hai yaar logo ko nature ke sath connection hi nahi raha people don't mm. walk with bare feet anymore people don't play in the mud anymore people don't you know spend time with with plants and trees and breathing uh, the smell of petrichor it doesn't happen anymore so that yeah. sort of stuff we want to do and that creates phenomenal healing uh, processes to begin it's quite fascinating to see so you're very busy all the safaris are you're very busy and now i feel guilty you know pestering you and texting you no nah, uh, i'm happy to be here with certain <laughs> so how do you how do you i don't even know whether this is a relevant question but how do you keep yourself occupied like books and i think a place like farm you essentially wouldn't want to be occupied you just would want to be but uh, is there leisure time for you in all of this so physically i might not always be doing a lot of stuff so i have this little uh, shamanistic altar at the farm which has a bunch of animals in it and a small dhuni like a small havan kund which i sit with every day for an hour or so every morning and i do mm-hmm. my yoga so i've i've put a system to deal with my anxiety so i've learned to realize that i've learned to realize that doesn't make sense i've realized that it does it does it does <laughs> learn to realize from a shaman everything makes sense. absolutely go for it <laughs> we are inventing words now let's do it In, everything is and everything can be profound <laughs> yeah it's all under one universe i think everything is allowed <laughs> so ek goshta wala kal liye gela kai athadan madhe kya mahinan madhe like you know recent 2020 sort of um, at the beginning ki i need to make sure i commit to my morning yoga practice and you know uh, do some of the uh meditations that i i do for myself and work with the element of fire every day and that allows me to start my day very nicely and then the day can go anywhere kadhi kutra sazari asto kewa bakri sula kay tari jhada asto kewa lok tugvat nahi kewa staff ni daru kele kewa jhadas padla kai gadu shakta any kind of shit happens here so uh i'm very i'm really i struggle like my challenge always and tends to be quieting my own mind because i'm looking at so and i'm a professor on the side right so i earn money by basically teaching for myself like my income comes from teaching um but so i teach on the side so i have to make sure i study for that to be able to teach because kids are getting smarter and smarter nowadays with google right so i can't just like go make up stuff in a class anymore i have to really know what i'm talking about so yeah. i do get i'm i'm very occupied in my brain i'm continuously thinking of what needs doing so i'm learning to kind of delegate better and better you know take these chunks off me so that i can फंक्शन मोर क्रिएटिवली गधा मजूरी कम करके थोड़ा दिमाग का काम वापस चालू कर किया है सो डू यू सो यू डोंट मिस द सिटी लाइफ एट ऑल लाइक देयर इज नो नेटफ्लिक्स एंड चिल एंड लाइक Amazon Prime एंड 
you're you've totally unsubscribed to all of this i never had it on before right amazing i uh, like I... very recently wabis and i my partner we very recently mm. um wa- started watching movies at the farm like we finally got internet which was stable so we decided that you know let's watch a movie once in a while so abhi like 3 months back we might have watched our first movie together at the farm otherwise we play scrabble we play uh, we sketch together we go for a walk we groom the animals together i mean whatever so even when we are together we don't necessarily i mean tv is not our mode of entertainment so what would you what would you have to say to people who wish to live a life like you but can't make the move yet like the full move yet i think that not everybody is made or cut out to live at a farm i think we do like our mm. creature comforts so do i andy i have my creature comforts and i i certainly like them uh, they might be basic like i like a dry bed and a clean bed sheet <laughs> and you know a decent mm-hmm. bathroom and a hot 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 water angolita garam pani was my biggest compromise i was just like nahi deed varsha mi gar pani ni angol kele i like screw this crap man i need hot water for my bath i can't do this yeah. so i i just believe it or not sabhe sodi mi mi dagda varti ratri ushi thun jhopine mala kahi issue nahi pan ek pillow mala dya ani garam pani dya ki tyachyamadhe anandat rahu shakte so majhe needs tashe kami ahet i am a minimalist at heart i always have been right since i was a kid but um, i think for people who want to you know engage with more conscious living more sustainable living you don't have to have a farm a lot of people think when i move to the farm when i move to the village when i move out of the city i'll be able to do this it's possible in our own homes it's possible with with the way we are living currently because consciousness is not place driven it's not a geographical happening it's something that happens inside of you to make better choices to be more aware and i think that comes across all fronts no it's not just environmentally it can come environmentally it can right. come in gender sexuality equality uh, kindness hey bug consciousness ha all encompassing us to so i keep telling people let's start reading the label that's the best thing that you can start to do you know re- start reading your labels when you buy things if you are buying something that you can't read or pronounce please don't buy it uh simple gosh tumcha package varti tumhala pronounces karta yenar asun do you know what you're eating then or what you're consuming or apply yeah. on your skin so start with that yeah. and that in itself is a huge thing mithithe khup motha farak padto and then there are the usuals no i mean i am not a big modi fan but uh, yeah. the atmanirbhar idea of of the current ruling party is something hmm. that has been something i have been doing for a long time but something that is really true eat local consume local it's a healthier option even is is that a peacock again is that is it a peacock or your peacock <laughs> a peacock not my peacock okay can't keep peacock <laughs> schedule one species <laughs> a peacock <laughs> so <laughs> yeah coming back to the atmar nirbhar uh, it is um like in, in what sense do you mean in terms of self i mean just the core definition of being self sufficient or uh, because i think the agenda that these guys have is only in the wake of the pandemic it's, yes i'm yeah i'm talking so, about when i say self sufficiency it's ata you have an option na? let's say let's say you want to go shopping 
you have the option of going to uh, for example a dorabjis and buying something international or you have mm. an option of going to dorabjis and buying something local so let's take mm. an example of um, cheese cheese is not something that is necessarily uh, manufactured locally very well but there are suppliers you have for example abc farms would would you choose to buy that yeah. instead of going and buying a craft which is an international hmm. you know, mega uh this thing or let's say a nestle or you know any of your big 10 12 corporates that rule the world can yeah. you choose not yeah. to put into that machinery and and choose local businesses that are doing more ethically more fair trade yeah. uh, in terms of food in terms of clothing um, so you know we met through an through an organic clothing brand right so can you choose yeah. to go to um, you know more ethical brands as opposed to just go and shop in a big fat you know multi millionaire dollar company so when i say atmanirbhar or when i'm saying self sufficient atmanirbhar ka atta ka shabd hai but it's talking about choosing things that will help your own uh, localities and when I, the moment i start doing that i'm even sourcing produce or sourcing ingredients that are closer to home so coffee why should i buy a colombian brew or a or a ghana brew there are indian coffees too no uh, that are being grown yeah. can we can we choose so packaging kami hoto transport cost kami hoto fuel kami vaparla jata uh, marketing kami as you know environmentally speaking ya sagya goshti kami hot jata so tumsa personal impact reduces yeah. in the story uh, so and i think ingredient wise also it is um, um, you know less manufactured i think i i also believe that to if if i live here around pune i think i should also consume what's around me yeah. opposed to something that is also made like miles away absolutely which again comes in a packaging absolutely yeah. absolutely i mean chapati is a classic example no maharashtra doesn't grow wheat yeah. wheat comes from punjab maharashtra grows bajri uh, yeah. nachni tandoor Hmm. can we consume those yeah. rotis so i i'm not saying that i always succeed in this but here are options so food and consumption consumption of what we wear and what we apply to our skins and what we what we consume in terms of our daily life and and in our food intake is the first stop i would say to the urban dweller and we are on a podcast which is largely reaching the urban crowd to the effect this is this is a fairly uh, elite aware crowd who has the spending power you know if you can't go and tell a tell a person who's hand to mouth ki organic don vikad ke but apan 5 rupees ki kharcha karu shakto ka to say i want something pesticide free not am i only being healthy to me but i'm being healthy to the environment too so there are lots of places like this uh, animals is another thing i mean animals is the closest thing to my heart and uh, people still shop for animals right people are still shopping for animals when there are countless that could use a home and in covid in the covid situation and yeah. so many dogs so many animals at home got abandoned because people didn't have the bandwidth people were scared of the virus people couldn't walk them and then more parat lokas on vikat ke so consciousness can be at all levels it can you know come at any level that you choose to go to so protectara has this beautiful concept called the 14 hours and it's basically the 14 hours and the 14 hours like are the alphabet and they go with starting mm-hmm. learning to say no and they end with rejoice so there's refuse reduce recycle responsible respect वगैरह वगैरह so she 14 hours it and they end with a rejoice wow. and you can pick what you like no andy can't come and live on a farm but can andy choose a better brand of makeup that is that has not been tested on animals sure he can right so you know there are countless things like this 
I could totally come and live at the farm, honestly. That's different. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because um, I'm slowly kind of embracing slow living. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of rejoice every day. I'm, I've started growing this pudina plant uh, in my room also. And okay. I kind of talk to it and, you know, um, it's kind of doing its thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, honestly... Um, how far and where i'm headed but uh, i see a drastic change in terms of uh, how things were for me before and how they are now yeah amazing yeah but i think you should totally i i've said this before um on your one of your facebook videos i totally think there's a book in the offing for you <laughs> i think a lot of people in the world i think need to hear your story um and it's quite fascinating and uh, you and my mom should hang out together my mom's been after me ki pustak li pustak li pustak li so i promised her to to jai ka din ke liye so i better do it <laughs> but i'm super super grateful i'm very grateful to you for having this conversation with me today and sharing so much about your amazing life at the farm thank you so much andy it's really been nice and i think our our listeners should know that andy and i met by fluke he came as yeah. as a makeup artist for somebody who was using the farm for a photo shoot and we i think instantly clicked and we kept bumping into each other here or there and it was just so nice yeah. uh, and i'm very happy to be here thank you for uh, trusting my process and honoring it and you know considering it worthy of sharing Uh, always nice to have that to keep going that was such a beautiful and inspiring conversation and thank you so much for tuning in for more such conversations you can follow us on spotify and apple podcasts and also on instagram for updates i honestly didn't think that this would be this fun <laughs> there was a lot of this and that in that sentence so weird but you know what else is weird and totally bizarre life and it all makes total sense in the end anyway you get to doing whatever it is that you were doing and i'm diving into some more pondering and getting myself to stop procrastinating <laughs> fun fun until the next time we meet this is andy your host of the project ye podcast signing off cheerio